Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. We're looking for one player to crash the top 12 party at each position for the rest of the season next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. I'm Chris Towers, and we're going to talk about the top 12 rankings for the rest of the season and try to identify one player who isn't in the top 12 so far this season but will be the rest of the season. But first, let's talk about some of the big news items from this weekend because we had some real doozies. Chris Sale broke the pinky on his left hand in his second start. IL stint at this point seems likely. Sale said he thinks four to six weeks uh, could be a possible timetable. So that's unfortunate. He's only made two starts, obviously, since coming back from that rib injury that set him back to start the season. So really frustrating. That's you know could be the season for Chris Sale in terms of his fantasy impact, at least. So you know if he's not back until September, that makes it really hard to hold on to him. Uh, Max Meyer struggled in his Marlins debut, giving up five earned runs over five and a third innings. He retired 10 of the first 12 he faced, had a strikeout in each of the first four innings, but struggled a little bit with the long ball. JT Romuto and Reese Hoskins both took him deep, but still showed a plus slider and had nine whiffs on 79 pitches overall, and he remains worth adding. Jacob deGrom will throw a live batting practice session on Tuesday before presumably joining the rotation to start the second half of the season, so... That's big news. Jacob DeGrom still arguably, I think, the best pitcher in fantasy when he's healthy. So hopefully he can remain healthy rest of the season. Uh, Luis Severino will be shut down for two weeks, and then you have to figure you're probably looking at a two- to three-week recovery period where he has to ramp back up. So even in a best-case scenario, Severino probably not coming back until late August at the earliest. That's a really tough timetable for him to come back from. Fernando Tatis has begun his hitting work as he works his way back from a wrist injury. Uh, so hopefully he'll be back in the next couple of weeks. Juan Soder turned down a 15-year, $440 million contract from the Nationals and will be made available for trade, uh, presumably, coming up with the All-Star or with the trade deadline coming up. And then Mike Trout will skip the All-Star game due to back spasms. He missed the last couple of games before the break with that injury. So that's something to keep an eye on, hopefully. Won't be a lingering issue, but back injuries can be tricky, especially when players are, you know, in that 30-plus range like Mike Trout's. You know, he's getting up there. So hopefully he'll be all right moving forward. All right, let's talk about some players. I'm going to take one player who has not been in the top 12 at, at each position so far, and I'm going to tell you that they're going to be in the top 12 the rest of the way. And we'll start at starting pitcher with Kevin Gosman, 
who remains a top 12 starting pitcher for me. I'm actually not sure why, you know, people seem kind of skeptical, but he's, you know, right around 10.2 Ks per nine elite walk rate, 2.81 ERA. The FIP is like 2.18. So he's been outstanding so far this season. You know, missed a couple of starts with that ankle injury at the end, but I think he'll be just fine moving forward. Uh, outfield, I'm going to go with Michael Harris as a guy who could maybe not top 12, but top 24 the rest of the season. Seems really doable for Michael Harris, who has eight home runs, 10 steals, and 47 games. Had a three-steal game this weekend. He hits the ball hard. He hits the ball consistently. The only issue for him really right now is just the the plate discipline. He's a really aggressive swinger. He's only got a 4% walk rate, 24% striker rate. So if anything's going to trip Michael Harris up, it's that. But he looks like a really dynamic player with really good athleticism and then power. Catcher Adley Rutschman, you know, kind of the free spot on the board. I think, you know, he's someone I, I have ranked in the top six at catcher, despite the fact that he has not been a top 12 catcher so far. But since June 11th, he's basically been the guy we thought he would be. 253 batting average, 336 OBP, 525 slugs since June 11th. So I think there's a lot to like about Andrew uh, Adley Rutschman. First baseman who hasn't been in the top 12 but will be moving forward. I've got Andrew Vaughn as a top 12 first baseman the rest of the way. The quality of contract met contact metrics are really good. The, the contact profile is quite good. And you know I, I, he could stand to hit the ball in the air a little more. He doesn't run, so that's a... a a real narrow path to becoming a, a very good fantasy contributor, but he's been an outstanding hitter so far this season. I think the power will be even better for Andrew Vaughn rest of the way. Top 12, I'm going to take a kind of freebie. Brandon Lau uh, is technically not a top 12 guy so far this season because he's missed a bunch of time, but he was six for eight in his first two games back, and I think he's an absolutely a top 12 guy rest of season. Third base is arguably the shallowest position uh, among the non-catcher positions. You know, you've kind of got like six guys and then mm, some pretty mediocre players after that rounding out the top 12. So I think Cabrian Hayes can crack in there. 89th percentile on average exit velocity. He's got a 270 expected batting average compared to a 251 actual mark. If Cabrian Hayes hits 275 and, you know, 10 homers the rest of the way. The quality of contact is really good. He just hits the ball on the ground too much. If he can elevate it just slightly, you know, 8 to 10 home runs the rest of the way, 10-plus stolen bases, I think that's well within the realm of possibility. Brian Hayes, someone I really like moving forward. I'm going to keep banging that drum. And then a shortstop. Carlos Correa has not been a top 12 guy. I have him ranked inside my top 12. He actually has the third best expected stats of his career so far this season. The The overall production, eh, he's got like a low 800s OPS. It hasn't been great, but I think Carlos Correa, the quality of contact is still very, very good. I think he's going to be really, really good in the second half. So, that's it. Those are the players at each position I think are going to storm the top 12 for the rest of the way. For more, make sure you check out the full episode of Fantasy Baseball today on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Fantasy Baseball Today on YouTube, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story and one of the best 
stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.